Hello, and welcome back to another special... Uh, Sorry. Excuse me. There <laughs> appears to be some chatter on the line. Tom- I think we're getting some interference. Uh, Tom, do you reckon it's something on your end? No, I don't think so. It's weird, though. I do keep hearing it because it keeps cut. We said we, we said we wouldn't take any more calls mid-laser battle. <laughs> it's really, really hard, okay? You said you could talk. You said you were free. I, I'm a busy man. There's a lot to try and organize and frankly i had to fit you in somewhere alongside something else and you know you know my schedule is just a little bit manic right now oh. how many more of them are there one done he's dead okay <laughs> are you cool to clean up after the podcast yes that's totally fine awesome so we're here we're on a special lockdown episode lockdown the eighth lockdown the seventh i think seven so technically it's a reboot, sort of. So we're basically just going to rehash Lockdown 4, I think. Okay, but it could, this has to be the first world solution. The first world solution, it's already been done, but shh. That's the tagline. But, but shush. Or no, I, I think it's just first worlds. Oh, I like worlds. that. First worlds, first colon, th- origins. Fallen kingdom. So they know. No, no, okay. no that's, that's, that's the next one. Okay, yeah. hang on. Let's let's do an HMS style subtitle. Each if we each pick a cliche movie word. Uh so it's going to be first worlds colon then Oscar you start us off. Uh unchained forever <laughs> remix. <laughs> I love it. We've accidentally made a Kingdom Hearts game. I hope you're okay with that. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts world first worlds colon unchained forever remix. Beach party. Point 70 A. <laughs> over five we're here and we're recording and it's the end of our time loop and we're very excited oh god it's gonna be so good to get out this is the last episode we record before tom jets on his merry way to wherever he's going they'll never know assuming they he doesn't get arrested for this laser gun fight he just had we got fingers crossed you got two days to get away with it I've, i'm pretty sure i can do a good enough cleanup job that they'll never know about it i just hope that no one noticed the noise mm. We we didn't. None of our listeners did. Did no. you? It wasn't disruptive in any way to the flow of this podcast. Oh, it doesn't matter anyway. By the time they hear this, you'll be long gone. <laughs> I'll be in sunny Puerto Rico. He'll have a son. He'll be about your age. <laughs> We're here to fix up some problems. The same thing we do every week. Shouldn't come as a surprise, but if it does, that's exciting for you, I guess. Um, what what a life you must lead. What a life. And Matt, wow. <gasps> Gosh, that's fantastic. I wish I had I that. I long for the days when I could be so surprised by something so predictable. Mm. You know what's not predictable? This tea I've got. <laughs> Why? Tell me more. Tell me. No, Does it continuously got, change okay. state? Like suddenly it's solid, then gas? I was so close to hanging up this call, but you have just reeled me right back in. <laughs> Joel, you've got to tell me what's so unpredictable about this tea, my dude. I mean, it's not so much that it's unpredictable. It's more that it's unexpected because there's no tea in it. It's a fruit tea, what? which is already, you know, a bit of a weirdy. This is apple and cinnamon tea. I'll tell you what, they're just, they're just putting anything in tea bags nowadays. <laughs> Can we just talk about how they'll put anything in tea? Apple tea, ginger tea, lemon tea, cat tea. Property. Property. Booty. Subtlety. Subtlety. Heard of it? You might have done. We're not sure. Not, it's, it's, it's quite under off the grid. Mm. Under and off the grid. I mean, Where's the grid? No one knows. It's nowhere near my tea, that's for sure. I'm enjoying it. It's quite nice. It is quite Christmassy, which is great for January because <laughs> you're not you're not sick of it at all. Well, it's still cold. It's still wintry. It's still horrible outside. I need something warm to hold at night, and I live alone, so I need tea. <laughs> well, there, <laughs> this there goes my smile. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. 
You say you need something warm to hold at night, yeah. and the tea will do. Yeah. How much tea do you have, and what's the vessel the tea's in? Um, it's a big mug. It's not quite. How? how it's not how big a quite big mug? a comedy mug, but it okay. doesn't stack with any of my other mugs. So it's it's can, in can its own you Russian nesting doll and mug into this mug easily. Like there's not even don't even don't even come to me with that question. <laughs> there's no doubt. These those cups get nested, but it doesn't go the other way. It's a one way transaction. I'd recommend this cup. It's enough tea for one and more. Is this our first sponsorship deal with Joel's cup? This episode sponsored by my cup. <laughs> it's got a J on it as well, which is how I know it's mine. J for T. J for just this one is mine. <laughs> no others. I own one mug. That's enough about my tea. Are you sure? I feel like we haven't fully covered it. Maybe we could get maybe we could Honestly, if I think of anything else to say, I'll bring it right back to the tea. But for now, we're going to move on to helping some people out there on that internet. Cool. And I've talked enough for just a minute. So, Oscar, what do you have for us? Here he comes. Oh, Here boy. Here he comes. I've got it. Are you ready? Yes. This this tweet comes from Tomothy. That's Tomothy underscore S. I already love on him. On Twitter. Who says, getting into bed all comfy and then needing to pee is the biggest first world problem. It is absolutely the worst and happens every night. It's 100% within your control as well. Yeah. You kick yourself for not thinking of it beforehand. Yeah. Ah, oh, that thing I do. That, that that thing, that waste thing. Ah. Oh. I go through. I go through my checklist that's next to the bed of, of like bodily functions. Yeah. Like glasses off. Yes. Face washed. Yes. Teeth cleaned. Yes. Mm. Okay. That's it. I'm so tired. I'm not even going to finish the list. Can't be any essential items down the bottom. Get into the bed. Oh, clothes are still on. Clothes off. Into the bed. Ready to go. Under the covers, that's good. I have all of this checklisted out. I forget every night. I have memento disease, so I have to have all these things written down, so therefore I remember them the next day. <laughs> At the yeah. bottom of your uh, list, does it say, don't believe his lies, you don't need don't to believe pee. It. Don't believe this list. Don't believe his lies. Tattoo list, again, onto self. The list is on my leg. Anyway, I get into the bed, and then I lie down, and then uncontrollably wet the bed. Every Every, every day. I know. That's, that's a true problem. Every every day every day and every night because it's the middle of the day and because of my memento disease it means that I think the middle of the day is bedtime because I happen to look at my leg and I follow the instructions to the letter so I need something for me to help me remember how to not yeah use the toilet in the night I mean in Eon's past they had the the thing the the thing the bed uh, it, was it called a bed pan the bed pan chamber pot the piss bucket. It's a bedpan if it's in a hospital. It's a chamber pot or a filth bucket if yeah. it's in a house. See, now, I honestly think that was the perfect solution for this, if a little smelly and unhygienic. If we just sell chamber pots again, they're yeah. not really going <laughs> to fly off the shelves. I think they got a dated image. All we need to do, I think, is come up with a hip new rebrand, like chamber pot for kids. Chamber pots too. <laughs> Piss boogaloo. Exactly. Yeah. What if the chamber pot was just really hot? As in like... Like really hot. As in like scalding hot to the touch or hot in a sexual way? Definitely scalding. Because I was thinking like advertising wise, sex sells. If we can anthropomorphize this chamber pot. Sex sells. You'd you'd show a very attractive person and then you'd say, (laughs) heat from attraction, so is to chamber pot of make melt. And th- and that's what you expect to rebrand <laughs> to teenagers. That's Chamber Pot 2, 
but the two is shaped like uh, boobs. Now, that I quite like, but I think uh, it's on. a shame hang, it's hang not on. the eighth rendition. I'll give yeah. you that. Hang on, well, I'm trying to visualize how you're making your two look like breasts. Well, I was hmm. the top. The top of the two, I'll give you. It starts off strong. What about yeah, the two it's... being a pair of legs? Again, Tom, I've got to ask, <laughs> how are you planning to make that shape? Like the shape is somebody si- yeah, somebody sitting on the toilet and you're looking at it from the front, so it's two legs. Do we want a sexy toilet? Yes, I think is, we definitely do. That, I, I don't feel like that's ever been in question. Obviously we want a sexy toilet, but I don't <laughs> think the I don't think the sexual pull of the toilet is is the problem here. No. It's the having to get up to pee. Yeah. Because basically what I'm thinking is if the chamber pot is really hot, you pee in it and it'll evaporate on contact. And pee dust doesn't smell, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> no, that getting into the air supply can't be a bad thing. No. If it go, if it comes out of you, there's no reason it shouldn't go back into you. That's true of any bodily excretion, I think. Mm. I'm not a doctor of eating, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure if it comes out, it can go back in. Yeah. Better out than in. That's what the, that's what the saying yeah, is. Yeah, that's exactly it? what it is. Me. Yeah, it's a it's a two stage process. Better colon out then in. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> good worse, out out better. <laughs> yeah, worse out than nothing. Better out, out then in. in. That's exactly fine. Okay, so we've basically we've we've solved this just by bringing the chamber pot back. Are we sold on just the name chamber pot? I feel like we might need to just change those up a bit. Well, if you're making it really warm, it can be a flamber pot or a chamber hot. A flambe pot. A flambe pot <laughs> for chefs. Sautéed excretions. Sautéed excretions for your nighttime... Good sleepins. For good sleepins. Okay. Yeah. Sautéed excretions for nighttime sleepins. Is it terrible? Yes, but yes, if, if we make it sexy enough, people will buy it. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. It's like a, a two-axis graph, right? It's okay. viability of product and... Across aggression of the sex appeal in the advertising yeah and it, the line's just going up the line's just going up one way and down the other way so <laughs> the more viable your product the less sexy it has to be yeah there is a cutoff there is a hard cutoff where the aggression of the sexual imagery gets too much <laughs> and they're just it's just a flaming screaming nudity <laughs> horrible everywhere you can't show gape you can't. That's and we've railed on this a number of times because we feel like the advertising standard agency do need to relax their standards. Why can't yeah. hey, L'Oreal, L'Oreal, yeah. for the last time, you can't uh, you show can't gape. Do it. Herbal essences, for God's sake! You started the whole sexy shampoo thing. Stop at the gape. Stop. You, stop before the gape. If you get to the gape, you've gone too far. <laughs> like Turn quite back. some way. You know those adverts where well, not adverts, but like horrible videos you see on YouTube where they photoshop someone's mouth onto their eyes yeah it's like that but with like parts <laughs> and honestly i just wanted some contacts I, I didn't need that much imagery i didn't need to feel that putting these contacts in my eye was like putting a part on my eye okay so t- so there is a cutoff there is so we need, so to, we need we? to make sure we're really riding that line okay now when you say riding that line i like the just the term riding I think some. <laughs> I think we can use this, harness this somehow. Ride the flambe pot. Little bed riding. Ride, ride the beast. Little red. Red is the color of sex. Everyone knows that. Red light district. Red condoms. 
Little Red Riding oh. Chamber Pop. Little Red Riding uh, Wood. <laughs> yep. Is that it's not even remotely related to anything. No, it's just a very sexy. Whatever it whatever it takes to exit this section. <laughs> Pissy red riding poop. Let's go. That's the one. Done. Move Sorted. Wait, You're wait. welcome. Piss, pissy, be- pissy bed riding poop. <laughs> Are we without any more iterations before the final curtain if drops? You're, well, if you're staying in bed, you're definitely not wanting to be seen. So I guess it's pissy bed hiding poop. <laughs> no, that's a sequel to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon that nobody wanted. <laughs> but they got it. It was in the cinemas. It did not do well. I have one here that is much more innocuous. I hope. From Reddit. We have one here from Vader Dust on Reddit. Okay. Who says, My mouse scroll wheel stopped working so now i have to drag the bar on the right hand oh, side of the website god i i feel this all too much so i'm used to um the lovely trackpad on my macbook because i am mm. a posh boy apparently um transitioning to any macbook where you need to manually scroll over to the side click hold and drag all on one hand actually it makes me anxious thinking about it it really does yeah it's the, scrolling is one of those things that once you get used to it, it's really not that bad. Whatever system you're coming from. I remember old school you used to click on the middle of the mouse and then you'd have to move the mouse very, very gingerly yep. because the sensitivity on that thing, oh boy, it'll kill you. <laughs> it'll go. <laughs> it'll it'll just go. I hope you like the bottom of all your favorite websites because <laughs> you'll be you're ba- you're about to be there. I hope you like reading the about section. Do you remember do you remember on old laptops like big hard edges like black plastic laptops mm. that had the little mouse in the middle of the keyboard the nubbin yes the little nubbin you remember yeah. the nubbin yeah whatever happened to the nubbin it was I think bad everyone, is the mm, thing it was it was not great <laughs> it was bad for doing the job that it was designed to do yeah here's the thing about the nubbin no well yeah Literally, that was like, the advertising that really killed the nubbin. I know. I mean, it's what's stuck in everybody's heads. And the moment they opened up their laptop, that's all they could say was just no until they repeatedly shut it. No. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you hear, where's the beef? You you are genetically compelled to point at the closest beef. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing when you saw the nubbin from a famous advert in which um, Gandalf is there. And he opens up a laptop and cannot comprehend it because it doesn't fit into his wizard uh, aesthetic mm. lifestyle. And he just goes, no, and then throws it away. And um, and then it just says, buy a mouse. <laughs> buy a mouse. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> I don't think that's what Gandalf sounds like. But anyway, <laughs> it's, that's why everyone says no. I think the no was all right. The no, was, think- the no was good. The no was a solid Gandalf. Uh, the, se- Gandal <laughs> the second Alton one. Alf. The second one was like a 0.7 on the Gandal scale, I would say. That's cool. It's a, it's it's an ambiguous metric. I'll take it. Yeah. So that's part of the part of the charm. What we need to do here is find a way of maybe like an analog solution that will automatically, mm. when you want to scroll, uh, kind of drag your mouse to the side and scroll for you without you having to do all those pesky inputs. You know when you're pl- you know, you know playing an arcade game mm. like House of the Dead. Yeah. You want to reload. You shoot off the screen. Yeah. You need to have. I think with that idea, if you have a similar kind of space yeah. on the screen, which is the reload, like go down, yeah. go down like top right corner. It's like a little green box that you affix to your monitor mm. and acts as like an external display. Yeah. But then 
if you move your mouse up there, that's how ching like a reload, and it just goes dum now it shoots itself down I, like a little bit. I like the idea. Do you have to use your mouse? Can we not just have a separate light gun attachment? That's only for scrolling. Scroll. You're typing away, looking at the website, copy and pasting with your with your mouse or your nubbin, and then you look to the side and realize, oh, I gotta scroll. Right, better find the light gun attachment. I mean, you're implying it's not already in your holster or your hand. Like, are you trying? Are you trying to tell me that if you had a gun which scrolled, that you wouldn't be sat there typing, clicking with your right hand and just holding the gun pointed at like the ceiling, and then crazy Texan from The Simpsons style every time you wanted to go, just shooting it into the air I mean, to move your page down. Yeah, that would be incredible. And then would that not be the best mm. computer experience? It makes no sound. It shoots no anything. If you want to scroll back up, you can just kind of. Uh, reload and pop the magazine in the back and that takes you all the way back to the top mm. Mm. how satisfying yeah. so would that be s- six bullets each bullet takes you a sixth of the way down, down the page that's the perfect amount that will never get frustrating no no one yeah if i if i'm scrolling i never scroll up only ever down you've already seen up yeah you know what's I was up. just there why yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> everyone knows what's up but there's your scrolling. Tagline. There you go. Yeah, you know what's up. Buy a gun. You know what's up. <laughs> the scroll gun. <laughs> I do kind of love it in a way. I mean, there's so there must be so many light guns that are just sitting about in a warehouse that we could buy for like dirt cheap. Oh, dude, yeah. Time Crisis would sell that to us for like a penny a gun. Yeah. So basically, we roll out the software maybe as a free upgrade. Partner with Microsoft, partner with Apple, partner with... Bing... They probably they're probably desperate for the human in- contact at this point. Partner with Bing. That's Bing no. presents the yeah. scroll gun. Bing presents Bang. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's Bing. All you have to do is rebrand as Bang, and then then you've got the Bang gun. Oh, that's actually perfect. Bing presents the Bang gun. Yeah. Not even the Bang gun. Just Bing presents Bang. Bing presents yeah. Bang. No other words needed. What's Bang? Well, and the gun and the gun has one of those little like, comedy flags coming out of the barrel that says "bang," so as to really solidify that it's not a weapon. Yeah, I'd quite like the flag to only come out on the the final bullet, the sixth shot. Yeah, it cocks itself back in when you reload your scroll bullets. Yeah, like a typewriter. Like yes, and it makes the noise. <laughs> Ding. Yeah. <laughs> so so hang on. Bing presents bang. Ding. Bing presents <laughs> the ding bang gun. <laughs> With patented bing ding bang technology. <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. What we have here is by far the most confusingly named and branded thing. Yeah. Because if the advert is as we talked about earlier, it's Bing presents bang, you know what's up. You know what's up. And they that's just point, nothing. Point a gun at the TV. Uh, and all the text in the advert is in wingdings, obviously. Of course. <laughs> so it's just unknowable symbols. <laughs> It's modern hieroglyphics. Bing presents bang. You know what's up. Ding. Powered by wingdings. I love it. Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd love it. And I think we've got the hardware. The software should be easy. I like, can't imagine that taking that long. S- like, if scroll equals yes, then bang. Bang. Then, then, then Wait, bang. Wait, if, if bang equals if, yes, if, then scroll. Yeah, and then if bang equals six, then ding. <laughs> And if ding if ding <laughs> equals one, then up. It, yeah, yeah. That's come on. It's basic HTML. 
basic coding. Come on, we all know this. Yeah, yeah. We could put like six Javas in this website. It'll be fine. What have you got for us, Tom? Uh, this is uh, coming to us from random guy here on Reddit. Thank you very much. Who says, bought a dream home in a quiet rural area and getting stuck behind an Amish buggy <coughs> in a narrow country road. Huh. This boy moved to Amish country. Amish country. Or the Amish moved to boy country. Or <laughs> the Amish are we- coming. Or he didn't mean to write buggy. He meant to write bug. <laughs> a gigantic Amish bug blocking the road. How much do you know about the Amish people, Tom? Because I don't know a lot about the Amish people other than they haven't got electric. Mm. What are they doing with all their free time outside the internet, outside of you know the, the perils and the vices of the Western world? I think they're cultivating probably. very big bugs. Very, very large mm. bugs. And to tend to their crops. It's a loophole because they're not able to use mechanical devices. They're not able to use electric. Oh. Yeah, but a bug is harder working than a man. <laughs> Fine. Spider, that'll do so much wheaten. You make can it I... big enough, it can do eight fields at once. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not pretending to know much about the Amish community here, but if they're so against technology, how have they figured out how to genetically modify bugs without it's, the use of tech? It's not, it's not genetic modifi- modification. It, it's, just, it's just breeding. They just know where the big bugs are. Yeah. <laughs> they just know. You get the biggest bug, and then you get the second biggest bug, and then you smush them together... In holy bug ceremony, and then they make a bigger bug. It's just science. You get one really big bug. They make one bigger yeah, bug. Yeah, one bigger bug. Think, think about it. I like you know your your parents get smushed together and they make a big you. And That's then true. The I same... am bigger than both my parents. Yeah, yeah. How do you think because that works? Of bug, because of... because of bug science. <laughs> because of bugs, of course. <laughs> so apply that same logic to uh, Amish bugs. Amish bugs. And you know, you start out. You start out with two worms. Mm. You squish those together. You get one basically longer worm. Okay. And you wrap that longer worm around an ant, and then you've got a big ant. And then you take that big ant and you squash that against a cockroach, and then you got an even bigger, indestructible kind of thing. ant. <laughs> like I can like ant, an ant with a backpack. Obviously, the sp- the specifics are kind of beyond our realm of understanding we've spent well i'm not amish I'm yeah amish, exactly so I don't know. we've put all of our stats into electric whereas the amish electric put all their bug. stat into bug yeah, yeah. They, so are, they are bug type they're as in the religions bug, go they're bug type they're in the bug age mm. uh, we've had the iron age the steel age the information <laughs> age now they've just they went the divergent path yeah bug age <laughs> yeah and so pulling back the curtain a little bit what bugs do you think would perform proper Amish duties? Bearing in mind the Amish are still quite a traditional folk. You know, they're, I they're... think the millipede is, as gross as it is, it's quite a pious insect. I think it's quite <laughs> respectful. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think it's humble, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not the centipede. The centipede is a boisterous little shit. Yeah. But the, the millipede it's actually, is dignified. It's actually called a centipede. Well, exactly. It sounds like sin, so therefore it decides <laughs> that the path's already decided for it and it goes yeah. out and it burns churches. That's not... Very good. They've not bred any big centipedes. Millipedes, though, they're good for like, what do you call it? They're, they're lugging. They're, they're the they're lugging animals. They're also churning up the soil. They're doing a good churn. Okay, yeah. I can we've, see that we've, working. We, we've spoken. We've spoken at length before about the benefits of a big millipede. Um, we have. Yeah. So I think their merit is well established. Mm. Um, so I think the millipede is doing the kind of heavy lifting, but. Um, in the big bug Amish community, they're, they're going to need to be some um, 
some other, you know, drone type people. Ants or bees. I was thinking ladybirds for the drones. Big ladybirds. Yeah. Yeah. As drones. Yeah. Like watching over, like overseers. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can like see that. Standing working. watch. Now, I think what's what you were right. He clearly uh, mistyped this. I think what our yeah. our friend here is getting at is that he was stuck behind a big bug on the road. Yeah. So what what <laughs> yeah. are the rideables? What do they use to get around? Like our cars. Dung beetle. Dung beetle. Ooh, if, I could see if, that. If Bugs Life taught me anything, is that dung beetles are basically buses. But yeah, do they still roll the big dung? Uh, no. They there's no dung <laughs> big enough. What they do is they cover the the bread mills in a thin layer of dung, and the dung beetles think that it's their dung ball that they're going to roll, but it ends up effectively being a massive treadmill that powers the the bread making machine. You know, bread needs a lot of churning. Yeah. It works. It works like a windmill. Yes. Yeah. You get a windmill. You put oats at the bottom. You get bread. Yeah, that's actually exactly it. That's <laughs> Maybe what a for. couple of extra steps, but that's fundamentally the issue. And if there's no wind, you need a dung dung buggy. So the problem we kind of need to fix here is like we've all been driving down country roads and have to stop mm. and pull over, etc. How mm. are we going to deal with this very large dung beetle? Well, you're not allowed to like charge past horses in a car because it's no, it's it starts. It's them. much the same. It frightens them. It's similar with bugs, and they're much more aggressive than horses. From all ends. That's the thing. Horses, horses are no only dangerous. Horns. Horses only dangerous from the back and no horns, exactly. Not particularly pointy. No. Whereas spiders. Some points. Lots of eyes. Got, they've got some grabbing range. They do. They'll reach. Dung beetles have got horns. Cockroaches are basically just a big brick. Don't bother. They're just weapons. Yeah, don't. They are just a weapon. Like, even in normal size, they're units. So are we saying just if you see one, just find another route? It's frustrating, but just find one. Find another or route. Is there or just, a way to get or just around? Just wait. Just wait. Just be patient. In the They'll same move way, move into a field eventually. Yeah, you'll be the, glad you waited. It's like when you're stuck behind a tractor. You could nip past, but it's dangerous, and it is. you do not want to be crushed under those big old wheels of theirs. You don't. That's no fun. Uh, you don't want to be attacked by that big old dung beetle of theirs. <laughs> okay, Just... so we're saying the same etiquette applies. If you're riding the dung beetle, pull over every five minutes and let people pass you. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's only fair. I, I know that the, the Amish, they have a slower pace of life, but they've still got places to be. But it's just about, you know, appreciating your neighbours, doing what they would do for you. They're stopping, they're not overtaking and stressing out your evil killing machine. Um, your words... Uh, they are, they're waiting. So you should pull over, show a bit of neighbourly decency. Mm. Um, okay. And if it's an issue, raise it at the next town meeting. Yeah. Which the Amish famously fly to on their giant ladybird drones. Yeah. Yeah. And then they barricade the doors and it's quite, I understand, I understand, I understand why people generally don't speak out against the bugs at the town meetings. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it makes it, it there's a very clear and present threat yeah of bug <laughs> <laughs> careful or will bug careful bug <laughs> but if you know if it's bothering you that much you do, you do need to bring it up sometimes you need to be a, a, a big boy and you need to you need to fight for your dream home and even if that's fighting against the big bug yeah take arms against a sea of buggles all you need <laughs> is a big enough shoe all you need is a big enough shoe, yeah. but you're going to have to talk to a different religious sect and their scientists, non-scientists, to work out how to get the biggest shoe. Yeah. 
Someone must be working on it. There's yeah. somewhere. So there must be some religion who praises a man with giant feet. I reckon the Baptists might know a thing or two about boots. Is it because of the feet washing? Well, they're probably in contact with a lot more shoes than a lot of other guys are. So they've probably seen like a pretty big shoe at some point. You're not going to wash your feet and then put it back on the dirty ground. You're right. So, boots. Big there boots. You go. Get, get the Baptists in to, to sort your problems out. Yeah, yeah it's basically a turf war. <laughs> Between the Baptists and the bug Amish. Yeah. Um, a tale as old as time. As you can tell, we're all very well vested in our minor religious sects. We're very worldly. Mm. Very worldly. Um, which mm. is why we're going to use that worldly knowledge to help someone, help a demographic. We're going to move on to our Horsemelon Symposium section of the show. This is where we each just, we just say a word and that that's word. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. And then we close and then we, and then we close out the show. Uh, thanks for watching. So we're each going to say a word, um, but first we're going to pick a demographic to pitch our new idea to. Who are we pitching to this week? I, I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to theme it because I am bound to have many problems in the months ahead okay. that mm. I could not have even remotely thought about. This is my first time ever doing proper travelling. It's yeah. my first time doing backpacking. It's kind of an unknown world and I think I'm prepared. Yeah. We've bought everything from every possible shop. We've been inundated with medicines, but I still don't know. So let's go with first-time travellers. First-time travellers, specifically backpackers and the kind of yep. carrying your world on your back kind of vibe. Specifically red-haired 26-year-olds. <laughs> not yet. Thomas. You don't know how long you're about there, Tom. Yeah. You never know. You might get stuck in bug land. No. So we're each going to say a word, and then we're going to rephrase. We're going to jumble those words up and create a product that is going to help the backpackers... Specifically first-time backpackers, but I'm sure all backpackers could benefit from this product. And let's see what we come up with. Are we all ready with our words? On the count of three. Three, two, one. Gel. Knuckle. Needle. Interesting. Gel, knuckle, needle. Needle, gel, knuckle. Knuckle, needle, gel. Mm. Is there anything there? I'm I don't think we got it. I don't think we did. I think that's a rare whiff. I think that's... I've got bad news. I asked the chief and he said that this ain't it. Ah, damn. Ah. I, I, I can't remember the last time we had to go to him. No. We can't question the chief. We never, no. we never can. No. That's why but we, we can, employ him. We can appease him with a better round. A Let's better go round. Again. Let's go again. Three, two, one. Hotel. Outlet. Sleeve. <laughs> the, hotel's, the hotel <laughs> sleeve outlet. You're taking a sleeping bag, right? Uh, we are. We are, yeah. Right. So, but the sleeping bag covers your body. It doesn't really create a room for you. You're right. It's kind of a cocoon situation, but need... it's not It's not cosy. You need something a bit bigger. Um, okay. Something with a, you know, those collapsible tents you can get, the kind of springy ones? Yeah, the ones. pop-up ones. Yeah. Pop-up one of those, but obviously <clears throat> you're going to be restricted on storage capacity. So you need a very specific size and weight. So this is a very long, thin tent, effectively. But <laughs> so the branding is a hotel sleeve. Or a sleeve, a hotel. Ho- oh, a sleeve hotel. A sleeve hotel. A sleeve okay. hotel. It's, it's like a pop-up tent, but very long, and it has built-in amenities. It's like a pop... Yeah, it's- exactly. It's like a pop-up tent crossed with those Japanese pod hotels. You know, yeah, they're right. really compact. Very long, though. Very, so you can, very can long. Can you rent one of these things uh, as you go and pop it up wherever you like? Yeah, I think it's like a short-term let. So there'll be lots of outlets out there. Um, it's kind of a dying business model, so they don't have the main stores, but they do still have the outlets. 
So the right, sleep okay. hotel outlets, which I think are in place in most popular travel destinations. Yeah. You know, you've got your cheap alcohol, you've got your knockoff flip-flops, you've got your sleep hotel outlets. It, um, it's a classic rite of passage. It's for a classic any, rite of passage. For like teenager, yeah. And you can rent a little moped for three or four days, drive down to the beach, rent a sleep hotel. Sleep in the sleep hotel for three or four days. On the yep. beach with your moped and then cycle on back. So yeah. you mentioned that it has amenities. I'm intrigued yep. to know how we've managed to make things like toilet and shower portable. Well, I mean, like, you know, uh, a pop-up book, it looks flat. And then when you open it up through the through the magic of paper folding and uh, kind of construction within the folds, things take a shape. So you can, you know, open a pop-up book and like suddenly there's a house that pops out of it. So you say in think- my sleeve hotel, I'm going to have a paper toilet. Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> I'm glad right. you got I mean, it right away. Yeah. I'm glad that there was no confusion. It's, yes. It's, in your sleeve hotel, there's going to be a paper toilet. Now, was that not in the prototype? Did we not upgrade at least a glossy card? Um, or did we decide that was too much expenses-wise? Too I mean, much hey, of a margin it, issue? End of the day, there's going to be there's going to be a sliding scale of um, cost on all of these things. Yeah. You, know, you, you can go for the budget sleeve hotel, which is... You remember like the tunnels you get for kids? Mm. You know the ones yes, that like just the red, the red and blue ones and yellow. Yeah, the red and blue like pop out tunnels. The economy version is just that, but with a thin zip on one end. Mm. Uh, and then you go all the way up, and you've got you know the paper toilet in the kind of um, in the kind of standard uh, the bog standard one. Yeah. And then you upgrade that to a cardboard toilet. Deals with moisture a little bit better, but is still cardboard. And then you go to the glossy. You go for the laminated. Then you get the plastic. Then you get the uh, you get the carbon fiber right at the top, Ooh, you know, yeah, still those are good light, ones. still malleable to a degree, but um, it's, you know, more um, robust. It's against. rare that you see those in the outlets. Like those are, well, those yeah, are high I mean, flyers. Yeah. That's really like kind of custom shop, like specialist A stock stuff. They're mostly private owned and you bring them with you. That's kind of more for the Everest climbers, you know, yeah. who who really need shelter. Yeah, yeah, good bit of technical gear. It's not it's not for you know a holiday. No, it's yeah. for an expedition. In the same now, way, I'm sure when you bought your backpacks for backpacking, you did buy a backpack, didn't you? Oh, fuck! <laughs> I was just going to take like two shopping bags. Oh, Tom, are they bags? To- oh, hang on, are they bags for life? One is. Okay, you're, you're halfway one of there. them will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but when you buy your just big get- backpack for traveling, there's a whole range of backpacks again. There's like ranging from rucksacks, bag for life, school carrier kind of things, way up to these like 300 litre ridiculous monstrosities. And you I'm never, closer to the last. You never buy the last one though. Like absolute no. max is going to be third to last. But I actually, when, when, we went to to, when, we, when we went to Mountain Warehouse, I did buy the second to largest <sighs> backpack that they had. He's it just is quite gigantic. Pissing money into his paper toilet. It, it, <laughs> it wasn't that much. They it had a 50% off sale. Thing, and I kind of figured for that money, yeah. this is a decent idea. Um, yeah. It is gigantic. It's so big that it has essentially like a kind of uh, escape pod backpack on the front mm. of it that acts as a day pack that's the size of a regular rucksack <laughs> that like is a good moon. can i see it can i see the big backpack i'll bring i'll bring it in once the podcast is done i'll show Hell you yeah, the big I backpack to, i can't wait to see that big guy that fucking husky dump guy oh yeah when i went He's traveling my big. backpack had a built-in raincoat which i thought was the cutest thing Aww. it was just like a little was- zip packet on the back and oh, you, that you can dress it in. You can dress it. You literally pull it out and it just sort of stretched and there was this nice bright red raincoat, little red riding bag. 
Like a Polly Pocket. I've got the same thing. Mine's, mine's black, though, so it's oh. more of like a kind of Batman cloak kind of deal. Yeah, well, the high-end technical gear has, you know, the black colours. Yeah. But you can't afford that at the mid-range, which is where I was. So uh, Now, I'm glad we've ended up at colours, because I, there's one final thing I wanted to get kind of nailed down with the mm. uh, sleeve hotels. Mm. Sleeping bags, generally, quite bright, quite, yeah, quite you know ugly to look at yeah mm. are we saying the sleeve hotels are just gigantic versions of the same thing so are just as putrid in their color schemes i think oh yeah, yeah. we're talking like day glow oranges and yellows and like sick greens and yeah, oh, yeah. really like washed out blues like really just nasty but, but, but again in in the in the lower ranges these colors when you get up yeah. to the yeah, higher yeah. the higher echelons the more expensive sleeve hotels you start to get these more tasteful colors and that's how mm. they get you into that end of the market, is that, yeah, I don't well, need it, okay. but it does look a lot cooler. Mm. But I feel a lot less subconscious if I'm not sleeping in a leopard it's, print it's bag. It's muted grey with like a very, very subtle, tasteful red zip, little black um, outlines and things. And that's great. I love that. I don't need it. It's way more than I need. The toilet is plastic, for God's sake. I only need card. <laughs> and you go for, and you you make them. And if you make the mistake, you know you're planning a jungle expedition. You go ahead and get yourself a camouflage print yeah. uh, sleeve hotel. You put that down somewhere. You go have a little walk around. You come back. Oh, you're homeless. I I don't know. I I, <laughs> I don't could know where be I'm at. At home, at hotel, but I could not. I could be miles away. You'll never know. So that's when you need the horrible okra. And the yellow and the... Colours not found typically in nature are the ones that are actually better for you, I think, in a travel situation. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's not as tasteful, it is more practical. Absolutely. Man, this whole segment has actually just made me a little sad because I realise I'm actually not going to be in anywhere <laughs> as comforting and as handy as the sleep hotel. The sleep hotel. How many days you got? How many days have you got? I don't think the tech can be that hard to work out. No. Honestly, like, I'm, I'm out there for two months. Can you get mm -hmm. me a prototype after the first two weeks? I'll send you out, yeah, I'll send you out a prototype. Obviously, because it's prototype, it's going to be the paper one. You know that, right? <sighs> All right, I'll try and have a paper shower. Yeah. Yeah. Pa Good for one. Single serve. <laughs> single serve showers? Single serve shower? That's just a great invention on its own. <laughs> Rationing quick, your showers right, to quick. one. You, Elevator yeah, pitch one. me the, the single serve shower in 30 seconds or less. Go. Okay, so it comes in a flat pack. You unzip it. You pop it up. It's plastic carry bag but the inside is just sheets of paper those paper go whoop, way up you know those quick change um hotel window things you got 10 seconds left i gotta be ah, convinced basically it's that and it's a shower showering one time's better than showering lots of times do it do it use a new shower next time thank you for your time well, i'm in <laughs> think how good the next one's gonna be <laughs> I think we've done a, a beautiful job for first-time travellers anywhere. And yeah, do you feel more well-equipped to go on your journey now? If it, if I could get one, yes. Mm. Yeah, and, and you will. If, 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 I, if it was available to me, then yeah. I think it would go on the list immediately. Weekly prototypes, sleeve hotels. What we're bringing more so is the outlets, though. The, the actual shops setting yeah. up that, that front, that business model. Mm. It's not just the sleeve hotel. We've actually created a whole industry. So much more. So much So more. much to explore. So much to explore, so much more. Get out the door and enjoy Sleeve Hotel more. So much to do, so much to see. There's nothing wrong with a cardboard shower. Yeah. What's wrong with taking the paper seat? <laughs> You'll never Not know if you don't seat, go. As in the Pope. Not that, the paper seat. Yes, paper seat. The Pope 
we'll probably get a carbon fiber sleeve hotel. You know the age-old question, does the Pope shit in the woods? The real question is, does the Pope shit in a paper toilet? Yeah. If we are to assume that the Pope shits in the wood, what material would his toilet be made out of? Sulfur X. If the Pope shits in the woods, does it make a sound? Depends on the material. Depends on what he's inside, right? If he's inside a if he's inside a soundproof. Yeah, if he's got one of those like sound suppressant foam toilets. To hide the yeah. sin. It's not It's not very absorbent, but you won't hear him. The Pope, famously loud shitter. Famously. <laughs> but only God listens to it. This has been such a blue episode. Yeah. It, it has been real, real toilety. Absolute this, filth. This is the first episode in a while that we've recorded after our days. This is the That's end. True. This is an end of days podcast, not like is death and destruction. An end of days <laughs> podcast, a doomsday podcast. It's the end of our day, rather than the start yeah. of our day. Do um, you think that's what happens when we've used up all of our good words mm, and the decent yeah. jokes throughout the day? We're left, left with we're sin. left with the bottom scraping. Yeah, I I made many many wholesome jokes today, and I got them all out, and now it's just toilets and sexual imagery. All it's everywhere. Scrolling and guns. When you strip a man of his decency, all that's left is toilet. <laughs> we did sexy toilet. We did yeah. gun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we was, did gun. What was the last? What was the third one? I can't even uh, remember. Bugs. But we did evil bugs. Yep. And a, a warring factions of and the warring same factions religion. of religions. And then we did toilet. Another toilet bit. Another toilet bit, but this time more focused on thin toilet. So we've given you plenty to think about this week, and enough to think about. I think we're gonna we're gonna back out, close out the show for today. We need to refresh, come back to things with a clean mind. This will be the last one before the time loop closes. This is the end of the loop. So let me get this straight. What's going to happen for our listeners is you'll be hearing this at the beginning of March. Yeah, yeah. they will then get an immediate episode in which two months of my life will have passed by. Yeah. Okay. So, so if you're listening to this episode now, there was an episode that came out at the very start of the year, which is the one we recorded last week, which is God. crazy. And if you've listened to both of those, well done you. You are now at the end of the loop. Please pass go. Please collect 200 cool points. I was going to say, we're not giving you 200 pounds. We're not giving you money. Don't be ridiculous. We don't have any money. We're giving you cool points. They're so We're much podcasters. better. podcasters. We don't have any money at all. No. We sunk all of our money into paper toilet futures. <laughs> it's gone right down the crapper. Ah, oh, And that's why we're closing out the show for today. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We have been First World Solutions. You like what you heard today? That's great. You should tell your friends. Share them a link. We've got SoundCloud. We've got Spotify. We've got iTunes. Let them know. Let them know what we're about. Let them know we can help. Get to it. If you've got any of your own questions, queries, problems, or prompts you'd like to fire our way now that I guess after this closes out, we'll actually be here to answer them, you can do so. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at FWScast. You can get in touch with us through email at FWScast at gmail.com. Or you can message us on Facebook. Or if you can find other ways to get in touch with us, do it. We'd <laughs> do love it. We'll to be, hear from you. We'll be surprised. It'll be great. Yeah, it's always nice to have an element of the unknown, you know, because uh, we do like hearing from you. We do love being able to actually tackle your problems in a timely fashion. Uh, so please do send anything you have our way and we'll do our very best to help you out where we can. 
If you are listening to us on iTunes, please do leave us a rating and a review. Not only does that really help us out as it makes us more visible on the platform, but as Oscar mentioned, we love hearing from you. What do you guys like about the show? What don't you like about the show? Is it the confusing time loop? Because it's probably the confusing time loop. Uh, If you're listening to us on Spotify, please share the follow link around. That really helps us out. Are you done? I I, I went up at the end of the (laughs) sentence. Sorry. I added too much tension. I just thought there would be another point and there wasn't. So I apologize. That's fine. So in the meantime, while we wait for Tom to finish his thought, (laughs) thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems? No problem. I'll see you in the future. Happy safe travels, Tom. Thank you. Happy backpack.